Hi, I'm Ashley Appa. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. Hello, Doing sister. In. Hello, sister. Welcome. Hello, Ash. How are you? I'm bloody brilliant. How are you, Haley? I'm very good. I'm just so excited to get into today's episode. We have a very special guest. Oh, everyone. If, you, if you're a loyal call and adult stand, you know and love this guest. If you're new, you may also love this guest. If you don't, you're about to. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to tell you, you but you're about to become obsessed with this guest who is... Before Ash introduces the guest, their name in the Zoom is A, iconic, and they are dressed in a black hoodie, iconic. And Ash and Very I are flops. We're not doing that. Ash, We're not doing that. Go to, go to the Instagram, call the adult if you didn't already, uh, so, to see uh, an image of the guest in the hood. It's very important. The guest in the hood. The guest in the hood. No, and welcome to the guest in the hood. Uh, we are very delighted to have content creator, influencer, video editing slash making, boy band enthusiast, uh, lover of all things kindness and goodness in the world, PLL blog runner, that's right, (laughs) (laughs) and friend to all, Ali Sheehan, welcome back. Hello, thank you for having me again, guys. This is a dream. Thank you so much for coming back. I forgot about the... You had a massive Tumblr, right? Sadly, yes. It was a big time in my life running a PLL Theory fan page. That's so important. That is it actually so is a big, important us. part of my lore. And Absolutely. I can imagine it, it would have been one of the peaks of that, that period of your life and that, I would say, career highlight would have been when you watched this episode for the first time. I cannot even express how exciting and terrifying this episode was. And when we rewatched it for this episode, those feelings came rushing back. Like the first A reveal is such a big deal, both then and now in our lives. And it's such a good episode. The psycho of it all. They really loved a reference and I loved when they would do that. They love the Aria in me, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just to remind everyone, I am an ARIA apologist. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I think so many listeners, or I actually don't know, because we are horrible to ARIA. We We do try. I know. (laughs) We try to give her her flowers, but I'm just so, yep. I think some people will be like, thank God. So the ARIA stands, I see you and I'm with you today. (laughs) And we're glad that you have an ally, literally. Yes. A-L-L-Y and Ally. In that. And the A is capitalized. Well, Ally Sheehan. <laughs> Ally Sheehan. Yes, Ally exactly. Sheehan. Um, because Haley and I can't empathize with that. Fuck Aria. And um, we try, but it always comes back to. F- Even though she was a victim, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no time to waste because no. there's so much to unpack and we're very excited. Um, thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, This Ash. is going to be a momentous occasion. Let's do it. For all. Huge. So, of course, before we do anything else, where, where are we going first, Hayley? Okay, so today is PLL Season 2, Episode 25, Unmasked. Woo! With a kooky little Unhinged. A in there. Unhinged. Unwell. <laughs> um, 
my god i can't wait to get into that monologue at the end but we're not there yet um but yeah we're doing unmasked season two finale today which is very cool um here is what australian streaming service stan has to say about it again we are not sponsored by them should be yet but it is an invitation Season three it's gonna happen season oh please for fuck's sake okay here's what stan has to say a is revealed in the explosive season finale (laughs) and that's it and that's short that is sweet. accurate. <laughs> it's it's super short and sweet. It's accurate. It's direct. They said we know this episode's good and we're gonna let it speak for itself. Absolutely. Masterful. Mm. Important. Now, as always, I'm gonna read what the twelve year olds have to say. The twelve year olds are, of course, the people who write the <laughs> Wikipedia episode description for each episode of PLL. What if I revealed to you guys that it was me? <laughs> like I was about I never to- stopped <laughs> my my blog. I would be like, how did you get into one of the best universities in Australia um, with this uh, this method? That of would writing? actually be how <laughs> I showed that as my entrance exam. And they no, were like, like you we know what? Help. It's not it's not good, but the dedication help. alone. <laughs> yeah, send help. Send uh, help. So it's 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 obviously based off you, you'll you'll get a. a a vibe as to why we call them 12-year-olds. They're doing their best. They're still learning how to do some, you know, sentence structure and essay writing. We're all learning so, all the time. Yeah. Always. Including learning 12-year-olds. So this episode was written by Leslie Linker Gladder. First of all, never heard of her. No. Just, I don't think she's ever written an ep. But fun pre-trivia trivias, you know, we always have trivia at the end. She uh, worked on Mad Men. And Homeland. Oh, so, you know, shit. she's she's also received an Academy Award, apparently. So oh, my God. She directed this episode, and, and we're grateful. We're grateful. She slayed. She yeah, actually, like, fully. And that makes sense with those credits. Wow. Mm, absolutely. Now, who do, who do we want to take a stab at who wrote this episode? Is it I'm Eileen King? Of course. Yeah. Of the course. one and only. The it's one not and Oliver only. Goldstick for once. Do Always Oliver Goldstick. She would let anyone else do a finale? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, think I don't so. know. And Did this episode came out. I should. I feel like I should know that. I don't know at this point. I recently mm. realized how many movies that I love she directed, and it's like it's affected me in a weird way. That's what sticks really? To me. Yeah. Tell us some. It's actually yeah. maybe only one, but like to me, this is my favorite film of all time. And for the one listener out there that knows this, now and oh. then, of course. Oh. How how is that a Marlene King production? It's also about four girls who are friends. She also wrote Just My Luck. The Lindsay Lohan movie. She wrote just, so I that's I when Ash was <gasps> reading, I like gasped because I saw that she Yeah, so there's now and then and then she did the screenplay for Just My Luck. Oh, I and so I much love wow. that movie. Yeah, that's what introduced me to McFly. Like that Yeah, of course. And oh, for Chris Pine. Yes. God, oh, she's wow. done some very some things that have really changed our lives. My Most God. importantly, I love this PLL. woman. Yes, thank you. I Marlene Queen. <laughs> what a hot bitch! This episode came out on March nineteenth, two thousand and twelve. Uh, happy birthday to all the March nineteenth babies, including but not only to these people. Bruce Willis. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, okay. Unhappy birthday. <laughs> Like rot in hell birthday, actually. Yeah, 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 exactly. Glenn Close, happy birthday. Aww. Happy birthday, Queen. I couldn't find any other 
birthdays that really stuck out. So happy birthday to any March 19th babies out there. And now, finally. And when you said Harvey Weinstein, I, I think I clocked <laughs> off. I was like, yeah. oh, well. I, I kind of wish I didn't read that one, but also, you it's know. fact. We have to wish him an unhappy birthday. Yes. Cunt. Now. Yep. <laughs> here is episode 25, season two. On the night of the annual masquerade ball, the girls finally decide to put an end to A's game. During the ball, Mona mentions to Spencer how she saw Alison spying on someone. Emily talks to her ex Paige and they decide they're going to attempt a friendship now that she's out of the closet. Spencer realizes that A wasn't watching Allie, Allie was watching A! <laughs> Mona and her go back to the Lost Woods Resort and Spencer realizes that room one wasn't where they had to look, it was room two. They open the door, gasping at what they see. A's lair. It is plastered with pictures of the girls and other things such as the voodoo doll Alison received, the creepy baby doll costume, and a doll set, each one looking like the girls with Alison sitting on the top. Spencer finds numerous things that point to Mona being A, and A is finally revealed to be Mona Vanderwall. Dun dun dun. <gasps> she knocks Spencer out cold and they take a drive. That is a very funny sentence. <laughs> take a drive. That is, they go for a drive. Good she knocks Spencer cream. out cold and, you know, they, they take go to a, a drive. Cute little lookout spot. Just oh chill out. God. Go for a little drive. Mm. Well, knocked out cold. <laughs> well, knocked out. Knocked out cold. Knocked out cold rock. Knocked out cold stone creamery. Go get a cold scoop of ice cream <laughs> while you're knocked out cold. <laughs> and take a drive. Aria video calls Spencer and the girls see who A is. They flee to catch up with them. Spencer jumps out of the car and the girls arrive. Mona freaks out and tries to kill Spencer, but ends up falling off a cliff. The ambulance arrives and so does Dr. Sullivan. She tells them A threatened her son, which is why she left. It is then revealed Mona is alive. Meanwhile, we get a peek at what Mona is thinking while being kept inside the mental hospital. (laughs) Not kosher, but okay. She says that this is what quote, they, end quote, wanted, and their plan worked out just right. This means that Mona isn't working alone. A body is found, and it's Myers. <laughs> Emily cries. <laughs> Emily cries while the girls comfort her. A body is found, and it's Myers. Wow. Okay, and then there's an A ending. A person in red visits Mona in her hospital room, to which she says to them, I did everything you asked me to. And that is the 12-year-olds really doing I'd say maybe like a C plus B, mi- B, B minus. Yeah, B minus. That was so yeah. funny. That was chaos. I, mean, was I would give it an crazy. A for that line, you know. She, she knocks Spencer out cold and they take a drive. Or a, drive. a body is found and it's Myers. <laughs> did Amazing. that have an exclamation mark on it, the Maya one? Or did you just use no. to? No, it's no, no, no. A body it's is found and it, and it is Myers. That's, that's okay. all it says. They, it's it's a fact. Check. And it is Myers. It's a fact. <laughs> there was something Insane. funny in there. I, there was a lot of funny stuff in there that I wanted to repeat. There was. But I don't remember. Because it's a word salad. Because it's yeah. a word salad. As are many of my voice to text. Uh, Did you do that today? No, this today? time I wrote it down. Fun fact, everyone. Ali actually came over to my house <gasps> and we watched it on the couch together. We had a little slumber party. We you would have seen it on the call and adult Instagram stories. That's, That's true. Right. And if you don't have your notifications on, now is your reminder to turn them on so you don't miss oh, wow. fun little stories like that. Wow. And that's thank and God that's, you're here. That's the professionalism. Sees it. <laughs> and that's the professionalism that Haley and I lack. Yeah. That's, you know. Any chance for a plug? I'll get in there for you guys. Don't worry. Oh, that was perfect. She, she, she's talking about plug. Exactly. Okay. 
<laughs> now, it's time to get into these goddamn notes. I'm so excited. I'm so okay. Okay. Also, Dale did watch this with me, so there are Yay! some. There are some Dale tidbits input. He great. There's some valid input. He has not watched much of the season at all, but I forced him to watch it with me. I would recommend to everyone listening, if you haven't already, to go back and listen to the season one finale episode. Um, <laughs> I can't believe episode... we had him on the finale of season one. It was and very funny. Realize what a big deal that is. <laughs> I, 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 now I'm like, what? <laughs> You know He's what? Like, Who's the perfect guest? <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. What's the NAT? Episode, the episode episode title is one of my favorites. It's for whomst the bell dongs. <laughs> yeah. So give the that a listen if you haven't. Dong. Dongs. <laughs> Very funny. Oh my god. Okay, so um, this episode opens on the girls, as us and the twelve-year-olds call them, the girls. They're watching the news. And Garrett's on there because he's been arrested for Ali's murder. He was also arrested for um, impersonating a pop star in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear <laughs> Not many that. people know that, but it is unfortunate. <laughs> that made me, like, panic for one second being like, wait, what was what he arrested for? <laughs> and then, and then the pop Paolo. star. He was arrested. He, he should have been arrested for crimes against humanity, singing, humanity, and singing. You're right, uh, singing and a young woman. Who who are just you trusting? This boy you are knowing your whole life. Shine like the light from, from the sun. sun. <laughs> Sing to me, Paolo. So he's on the. the we're, we're on the tiny little uh, TV in the Hastings kitchen, and it's. It opens in such a good way. It's like, do-do-do, breaking news. And then we see the girlies in the kitchen. And then Melissa walks in and straight up just steals Arya's froyo. She's so passive aggressive. This is wild. And, <laughs> and I remember in Diet this... House, no less. Yes, so we call in Diet House diet. too. It's Diet House. And that and makes like, me feel like ice cream. it has to be deliberate. Because I'm like, I know you don't eat carbs or sugar. Oh, so you're clearly being play. a sneaky bitch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if... If she's pregnant and she has been for now 20 years, yeah. uh, I guess that may be the reason. But also, that photo has not been touched. Well, no. I need to... fucking text it. When, when this episode first aired, I was like, clearly that's a very deliberate mood, this, like, asking what the flavor is. Mm. And when Ari's like, it's toffee, I was like, the flavor or the name of that lipstick that Allison had that was written on the mirror. Toffee Tango. Toffee Tango. No, no, no. No? Because Toffee Tango well, is Jungle re- Red. But we do That's hear Jungle Toffee- Red. Oh, okay. We do but hear But we do it, hear though. Toffee Tango at the end of this episode. You're right. In- so you're onto something. So okay. you're onto something. It was clearly we- a message. Well, I just wanted to understand how anyone could confuse toffee for peanut butter because it was peanut butter and she thought it was toffee it's or vice versa. It's because she's in a diet household. She's got no idea yeah. what any of it tastes like. Her taste buds have been fried, of course. <laughs> it might not have been ice. It could have been a It could have been a cup of dog shit. And she's like, I don't know what that is. I've never I eaten this. I hope she does eat a cup of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> toffee, yum. Also, I think she walks in and like she goes like, oh, love gone wrong. When she's like, like when she sees that Garrett's been arrested for murdering a teenage girl, I'm like, you're fucked. She's like classic. Yeah. Especially when we know as the audience, like a couple episodes ago within the last couple episodes that she and he were making out and he's like taking her to appointments and stuff. Yeah. Like sociopath vibes. There. She's she is so a kooky. Yeah. She is and a sociopath Either of you well. have seen One Tree Hill. She plays the exact same character, like a sociopath <gasps> in that. So she does it well. I haven't, wow. but. She's a you great should. actor. She's, she's incredible. a great actor. Tori DeVito. Slay she's the house extremely unlikable, mm. and I think that's 
why she's good. <laughs> I hope she's doing well in her day-to-day life. Yeah. Tori, um, we know you're listening. I hope you're having a great day. We love Shout you, Tori. Shout out to Tori. <laughs> Not uh, the Tories then, in England. Not those Tories. <laughs> Dear Lord. So, so much can go wrong. So much can go wrong with a name like that. Um, okay, so then the girls get a text that says, you still have something that belongs to me. Bring it or someone ends up in a body bag. So the girls are like, it must be the Ooh. phone. A's phone that um, one of the girls scooped up from the ground the night that Hannah was run over. The, was that the night of the of, of lake, lake party? Maybe. Look, the point is, it, it was the night that Hannah was run over by the car, which is a fun... Uh, a fun foreshadowing thing Camp or like Mona? a mirror Camp of that Mona? happened. Yeah. That's Camp, Mona. Camp Mona. That's Camp Mona. That's right. That's it's right. Like Sorry. One. The thing I, the thing I was thinking about was, was, um, when Lucas Hannah hits. Mm. Hey, with, with, the, with the oar. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so many <laughs> different versions of Hannah and hitting happening. <laughs> um, um, Dale just quickly, cause he hasn't watched the show in a while. And obviously there's a lot of fun phones. You know what I mean? Whenever it's like, who, what mm. phone do people have? He was like, what have we got here? A little Motorola Razor? And I'm like, it's a sidekick. Oh, my dream he phone still to this day. Two. I was like, it's a sidekick. Yeah. Um, They're very then, different. And, then he was, and he was like, it's got a function key and everything. And I was like, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Side These are the things kick. that matter. <laughs> that was it a was, high This and Gossip Girl had so many like sidekicks. That was so And so, so good. many different noises. Like, oh. Not just that everyone has an iPhone text now, which is always on silent anyway. But then it's like, ding, ding. Like, well, there's an iconic moment in Original Sin, which this is for Ali and for anyone else who didn't listen, where one of the text tones that one of them has is the same as <gasps> in this. And I was like, oh, I think multiple of them That's do. That's a cool little throwback. They're Gorgeous not all the same, but there was homage. one that I... Do you think if A like, used nice. an iPhone, or I guess maybe they do in Original Sin, would they have red receipts yeah. on? I that's a probably that's not right. I, yeah, well, I guess you're not really texting A back, are you? <laughs> it's mostly a one-way conversation. Yeah. No, in original sin, actually, what's fun <gasps> about it is the first oh. one they get, they are like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, they oh, I really love are. that. Yeah, they react very reasonably. I'm gonna have to watch it now. You guys have enticed. You do, me. and yep. anyone else out there, watch it and then listen to our. Apparently, it, for our UK listeners, I saw a thing that it's on BBC iPlayer now. Maybe fact check. Get it in. You get it up. Yeah, have a look. Um, next, Spencer is talking about IQs. Nothing new there. Oh, wait. And just quickly, um, they get a masquerade. Have we talked? They get a masquerade invite oh, from A. That's the, right. Oh, what? Sorry, the masquerade. Bo- oh. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Ali. Everyone, we have another picture that you need to look in the oh Instagram for. Jesus. Ali. Ha- Terrifying. Oh, my God. Ali is wearing a purple masquerade-esque mask. Came uh, came and in slay. the spirit of the show i had no idea who you were because apparently when you put on a mask no one knows who anyone is oh god we'll get to that we'll get there um and just quickly i think when they're still in spencer's kitchen in diet house kitchen um it says like hide and seek the masquerade invite says something about hide and seek right Mm -hmm. or i don't know because then spencer goes (laughs) hide and seek was my favorite game with melissa want to know why i always won Hot. It was. It was a classic Spencer line. It was great. It was really good. Saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. It really it really was like sitting there for five minutes. No, I know. Yeah, no. You, <laughs> did you win? Yeah, no. I, yeah. There it is. But those are my ate. favorite kind of lines, to be honest. The obvious Absolutely. one-liners. 
Yeah. My favourite kinds of lines, vines and trying time. <laughs> uh, these are Jonas Brothers references specifically for Ali. Okay. Um, my next note says, Mona arrives and is being probo. She mm. wants to shop with them and they all say no. Probo oh, yeah, because she problematic, calls... Everyone. She refers to Jenna as blind Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Which is just like, what does she call Toby? Christ. Seeing eye Toby. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I God. I <laughs> Seeing eye Toberky. <laughs> Toberky. He's back. That's the main thing. He's back. Also, my favorite thing about this scene is Hannah's hair. It's so Mary Kate and Ashley caught with the oh. half curly, half straightened, so little time vibes. Yes, yes. I used to straighten the bottom of like yes. my hair and then curl the top. Like, oh, As you it- should. And I was looking at Hannah this episode being like, damn, 10 years ago, I loved this hair. Mm-hmm. I now think it's kind of feral. <laughs> yeah i used to put my hair in like four little plaits and then dead straight in my fringe <laughs> can you uh, please put a picture of that on the instagram story too yeah if i can find one really important. and if you no, can't you have to redo it oh now. yeah I'll re- i would absolutely redo it i it is very likely that at that period of time i wouldn't let anyone take a photo of me because i was <laughs> but you put so much effort into your hair seen. for what for who <laughs> um mona for zach efron i guess while mona's doing hate speech or whatever she also she talks about wanting to go to a vintage shop a few towns over in quotes and i'm like Me. oh we love we love that don't we mm. love a few vibes. towns over <laughs> but aria goes well you know vintage is my middle name <laughs> and to that i and said she also, she also just trails off she's like well vintage is my middle name but i gotta get to class it's like you yeah. didn't actually give a reason for why you couldn't go aria um, vintage <laughs> montgomery Literally. And also she's making it sound like it genuinely could be. And because she's <laughs> so annoying, maybe maybe she would. And, you know, you never know when Byron's had a wine and would be like, oh. you know, Ella, let's call it. Let's it's the kind of thing that Aria would name her child. I think yes. Ella and Byron are more sensible than that. But Aria absolutely would. I don't know. Byron gets a bit chaotic. <laughs> he gets a bit messy. A bit silly. He's a silly true. boy. But he wouldn't, boy. he wouldn't be so silly to give the middle name vintage. No. No. We're no. Byron apologists. <laughs> That's the most problematic thing about both of you. <laughs> we will so not apologize. I'm here for the Byron haters today as well. <laughs> wow. And this is why this is why we have Alion, because it's important to have diversity of opinions. Oh, yeah. I've looked up Arya's middle name. For Australians, you would expect it to be a very indie quirky name. It's actually the most common middle name. Arya Marie Montgomery. Ugh. It's like a filler word. No offense to the Maries yeah. out there. That's a filler middle I name. Do, yes. Absolutely. Marie. Marie. Do they all have middle names? I'm going to find out. Emily Fields. <laughs> Emily Catherine Fields. <gasps> that is very, that's on brand. Yeah, Swim Pam would do a Catherine. This cannot be, this must be an error or a typo. I'm so <laughs> excited. Allison Lauren De Laurentiis. How can she have Lauren in her name twice? That's also to have two names that end like Alison and Lauren. Yeah, Alison Lauren De Laurentiis. That can't. No wonder she died. It's a no from me, dog. No wonder she died. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said asterisk. Oh, Spencer Jill Hastings. Jill. That's I. I feel like it has to be a family name. From Real Housewives in, of New York, Jill? Yeah, that's. I did go to Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin. She's not a. Nah. Oh, and that's, Hannah? Olivia Marin. That that's is the only on one, fucking point. That's the only one I like. Ashley Damn, Marin knows what she's doing in yeah. all aspects of life. It's true. There's even a line earlier when they're, again, 
when Mona's just rattling off stuff. Um, oh no, right before then, I think before Mona comes along, uh, Hannah does say, my mum is hot on the A trail. And I was like, yes, Ashley, go girl. And she Play. could have just stopped at My mum is hot. You guys should screenshot that and just cut out the rest of the dialogue. I'm going to make a note. <laughs> my mum is hot. My mum is my hot. My mum is hot. Because <laughs> it's um, true. Next. Oh, God. I've written why in all caps. Why are the girls all at Ezra's apartment? What the fuck? Oh, and then, my God. That was a then, jump scare. That- bedazzled scarf alert. Aria has a bedazzled scarf alert. Her <laughs> outfits in this episode, again, this is coming from an Aria apologist who even liked some of her outfits. They were heinous. The the yeah. blue, pink, blue, green jacket, the red boots, it's a no. It's a no from me, dog. And I wouldn't it's have it any bra. other way. Mm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, she, and that being said, again, I think 10 years ago, frothed, frothed her stuff. Yeah. Like I loved it. You but, guys know oh I boy. bought the feather earrings. Like, I was all over mm. it. Oh, God, Ellie. <laughs> I whimpered just then. I, I won't apologize. <laughs> I would say, as one Republic one said, it's probably too late to apologize, actually. <laughs> and that is that was the original draft of the song. They said, um, it's actually too late to apologize, actually. And they condensed <laughs> they it. They cut it down for time. <laughs> yeah. Aria um, does and- say, Aria Vintage Montgomery says a line that makes me sad. She says, everything he, which is Ezra, everything he thought he wanted, he's lost because of me. Which is like, actually true because he no. was dating a minor. So yep. he and he should have been doing those it. things. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yep. He should obviously actually lose more. <laughs> I, I, I like would say he really does his right. He gets, <laughs> like, later on, he gets to do an open mouth kiss at a school dance with a student. So I don't think he's lost that much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't remember if it was open mouth or not. I just wanted to say it open mouth. It probably was. Their mouths it, were always... It, it I mean, their kisses they, were always open mouth. Absolutely. Fucking creep. And also, in this scene, somehow, Arya basically tells the girls that she and Ezra fucked by saying absolutely nothing. And they jump to a conclusion of being like, oh my God. And then no one says anything oh. else. No one asks any for any details. It's the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen in my life. For a she show that is nothing. very incorrect... Yeah, she says, Han, would you mind? Because Han's on the bed. And she's like, it's kind of a sacred ground. And they all just blow past this. I'm like, the fact that you're not asking your best friend about her sexual debut, regardless of who it's with. <laughs> yes, it shouldn't be with the teacher. But like, good. They, they would be pressing for details. I would need to know everything. And also, also if someone said to me, it's sacred ground. on a bed that you fucked on. Yeah, Wash that's also sheets. true. But that Hannah is a rule. Recline on the bed. It's a studio <laughs> apartment. There's not much place to go. There's a bed. She's tired. There's a kitchen, and, and there's also records. knowing Arya and Ezra, the whole apartment at some point is going to be sacred ground, oh, as God. she calls it. They're going to be going at it everywhere, so nowhere is safe. That was like a cancelable offence. <laughs> when Arya says sacred ground, what that means is someone get a, a blue light flashlight <laughs> thing out and see where there's cum all over the oh goddamn God. walls. I would love need to do to. that at Ace Lair. <laughs> Not for oh, sexual God. reasons, just like who knows what's going on. Who knows? Just come all over the Rosewood observers. <laughs> At Ezra's house, there's there's cum. And Aislea, there's, there's gum. There's cum uh, all over those like paper bags that Ezra and Arya put on in that one episode. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, God. It turns out the faces that they drew on are drawn with cum. No. Just for oh, any God, listeners, so sorry, a reminder everyone. that if, if to take a photo with your loved one, you need to hide probably red flag it's probably yeah. a red flag also the ground ain't are, sacred. Uh, yeah. under the legal age of consent that's <laughs> uh you know that's also a red flag and if he wears board shorts 
red flag. Yeah. Biggest red flag of them all. Woof. Oh my god. What you Now, <laughs> um, from this, okay, so they they get coordinates while they're at Ezra's house that take them to the Lost Woods Resort. Who gives it? Is it is it Spencer Duncan finds, again? She finds like a pen that says Doherty's landing on it and it reminds oh. her. She gets, she's like, Emily, look it up. And then I think Spencer looks it up. Oh no, I can't remember. She's too quick. And then they, and it's an airfield and then that kind of leads them. It's next to the Lost Woods Resort or something. That one felt like a bit of a jump, but they got there in the end. Yeah. 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 They, and what's important is that they get there. Yeah. And when they get Doesn't there, there how. is a creepy attendant guy who clicks his pen very weird. And this is where the psycho of it all Which was begins. really fun to watch now so because fun. as a, yes. what, 13-year-old, however old, I probably didn't pick up on these things. Yes. Whereas all of the elements of psycho that they wove into this scene were so delicious and fun. It was yes. incredible. Very Norman Bates. Yeah. We had obviously, yeah, Bates Motel in of, its, of itself. There was yeah. the big bird in the corner. There was um, the shower scene, you know. Oh, what else was there? Yes. I actually think I have like a full list at the bottom. Um, oh, in trivia time? Yes. Great. Beautiful. But that was um, very good. Spencer, Spencer signs in as Mary Smith. Um, and then I've just written, what is he eating? <laughs> <laughs> don't what don't really know on? what I was referring to then. But if anyone knows well, what he was eating, you're looking at Marshall, you're worried about what he might have in his mouth. Maybe. So you like spit That's it out. Right. What have you got? What is he eating? That's right. Everyone, my dog Marshall's with me. Again. You're looking at Dougie right now. I was looking at Dougie. What is he eating? No, no. I have no. I have no. The, I think the clicky pen guy was eating something, mm. and I was like, "Is it a buttercream?" Oof. Probably. Has Daddy not. Hastings been by with a buttercream? You never. Norman know. You never know where he's going. This man, who I'm just going to call Norman Bates, uh, does say I think is Spencer wants to find out who was staying in room one, and blah blah. blah. Like, he's like, you check into the Lost Woods because you don't want to be found. And Dale said, right. And that's the kind <laughs> of establishment you're running, sir. <laughs> and I was like, it's, that's a wild thing to say to a bunch of young women. Like, yeah, I love 15 year olds. Yeah. I'm so campy. I loved it. Mm. Uh, and then also, sorry, from there, the girls go into room one and Spencer's trying to get all the girls to come and snoop around with her and Emily and Hannah are like, fuck that. And Arya's like, come on. And then we get the iconic, you're little, but, but you're big, big from, from Spencer to Arya. That's so Spire. cute. We love it. It is moment. so cute. I also stable. love it's so classic PLL that Spencer desperately wants to get her hands on a registration book. <laughs> it's like every three episodes we have to get a registration so true. book. I want to... I want to, and listeners, send us a message if you come across registrations books uh, often. I've never seen a goddamn registration book in my life. Well, everything's digital now. Okay. It would be a lot harder to be getting her hands on these things now. Yeah. All right. Well, well I also love that Emily and it. Hannah are like, no, we're scared. We're not coming. But you'll happily sit on the bed bug infested bed at this motel. Go That's for true. it. That's true. Yeah. Once uh, swiping the registration book, we find out that Vivian Darkbloom which of course is Ali, uh, checked into room one the morning before she went missing. Ooh. This Ooh. is happening at the same time that Hannah is in the shower. Mm. Psycho ref. Which is really good because it's like, is there anything or anywhere Alison didn't go the day she went missing? No. She did everything. No. She did it all. It was the biggest day of her goddamn life. <laughs> Huge. She didn't waste a minute. Huge. Emily's a flop here because Hannah's having a shower in this creepy place because she fell in mud. 
<laughs> as we do. Sometimes we fall in mud and we have to have a shower at a motel. It happens. But then Emily gets a call from Maya. <gasps> and then she runs outside trying to chase good reception. And and when she's outside, we see someone in a black hoodie. Was it Ali? Which was so part- scary. <laughs> exactly. So they scary. Like run behind Emily and it's very, very psycho. <sighs> you see the silhouette. It's genuinely like bone chilling. It's really, yeah. it's good. It's well done. Yes. And then <gasps> A is in the bathroom with Hannah. We see A's shadow walk behind her like the shower curtain. Hannah's phone rings and she gets out to get it and there's no one there. And then she sees that the front door of room one is wide open. And she's like, what? What's up? We need to shut doors. We need to shut the door when it's we, raining. We need to shut we, the door. We know everyone, you know that we tell you shut your damn blinds, close your damn blinds, but also shut, keep the flies out. The and door. not only shutting them, you lock know? them. Mm. Please. Please. Deadlock them. Mm. Deadbolt that Mona shit. does, I think it's at the end when Mona, which we'll get to, but she is kind of like, huh. They're all going to go to sleep thinking they can unlock their doors. And I'm like, no. Yeah. And she's not even saying that facetiously. She knows that they just don't lock anything. And that's on. Th- and sometimes they deserve yeah. to be tormented by <laughs> yes. A. And like, absolutely. I won't apologize. Absolutely. Uh, there's a quick um, little scene where Hannah and Emily um, decide they're going to go to the masquerade ball together because Caleb says he's he can't go. And I thought that was nice. We have a it's nice, very cute, very sweet. They have a very moment. sweet sibling-like almost friendship. I yeah. feel in the way that they're there but for each other. It's very like Spencer and Aria have a thing, and mm-hmm. I feel like Hannah and Emily have a thing. And they all yes. they're all friends, but I think they're the two kind of yeah parents. In a foursome, Camps. there's always yeah. I feel like there's always kind mm. of. Two I really wish duos. we got more Hannah Aria because when we do, it's really cute. They have like real it's girly like well. sleepover yeah. moments. Yeah, and I crave more of that from them. My favorite combo is Hannah Spencer. Yeah. Mm. You know? An underrated duo. And especially because they bring such different intelligence and energy and Mm. it complements so well. Yes, exactly. Um, And also, while this is happening, we see that A is looking at the girls through a hole in the goddamn wall in an adjoining room, which is like behind a painting. Amazing and scary. And And Aria does say prior to this, she's like, feels like that painting's watching me. Girl, it is. And then Spencer literally says the words Team Sparia. And I was like, okay. You've been okay, on Twitter. Okay, I'm, I'm Arlene King. You've been on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop. Let, let this world not be involved with the real world. That please. does irritate me a little bit when you can tell that the showrunners and the writers have been like seeing what's cool on Twitter and Tumblr at the time. They're like, let's infuse mm. that. I'm like, just let's not. Let's. Yeah. Let's not. Let's don't give it. us what we want. Don't listen yeah, to us. No. Tell us what we want. Because that was the re- that was the problem with. I mean, I won't jump too far ahead, but everyone figured out the ending of this show, and so they're like, "All right, well, let's change it up." Then I'm like, "You should have just let it be." Don't yeah, listen it to what way more satisfying. I completely agree because it's like I don't know if I've actually said this on the pod, but it is like we want to get things right. Yeah, it's not bad if people have. I think yeah, writers. As, and I've thought this too. It's like, oh, no, they've got it. You have to change. It's like, no, no, no. Let people That's get it right. That's proof that your clues were accurate. Yeah. And, you know, you did a good job. None of yeah, us could have predicted Elo Sister. Elo Sister. To be fair, exactly. we did and get that gem out of it. The one, <laughs> the one spark of joy yeah. from that finale. Okay. Uh, my next note is very fun. Made me laugh. I wrote, Toberki has a Spencer sense. He never says hello to her. He just says Spencer when he feels her near. <laughs> okay. Mine is Toberki predicts Spencer in all of caps. Of course. Toberki crash bike 
And <laughs> and Toberki predict Spencer. And Dale described it as a Spencer sense tingling. Yes. What? Dale and, then, and I are connected at the brain. Then Dale was like, he's looking good. <laughs> then we discussed like, why does Keegan Allen look hotter than usual? Like maybe they He looks hair. older he than just, usual, I think as well. Yeah, he like kind of grew into like, he's got a very mm. unique face and it, he's really, we are entering like the really hot Toby era. He's always Thank been hot. Lord. But I think it's like, I get it. We absolutely get it. Season and one, he end- kind of had the emo fringe, whereas now it's a bit elevated. Yes. Yeah, season one, he his hairstyle was um, going with what was in trend rather than mm. what was working for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we all have those moments, you know? <laughs> like all of us when we tried to have curly and straight hair at the same time. <laughs> exactly. You know? We all go only, through it. Not, only the Olsen twins and Hannah can pull it off, you know? Now, at the end of this scene, his phone rings and he gets a call and he answers it. He says, Dr. Sullivan? Yeah. <gasps> What? Dr. Salavanusi. Finally, back. Thank God. I've missed her. I also feel like it's very validating having her to remind us, the viewers, that like this stuff is not okay because the shit that goes on Mm. in Rosewood, we think that it's normal. And she's like, "Mm, it's actually not, guys. She Mm. was the voice of reason of the Mm -hmm. series. Yeah, absolutely. She's like, no one should be wearing this many (laughs) feather-related You need to stop. (laughs) You need help, Aria, and I'm here for you. Everything else in your life is fine, Aria, but the (laughs) the earrings. The earrings (laughs) are golden. Don't question anything else. This tie belt. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, Also, why are your heels half your, like, (laughs) of your body? Uh, Okay, the next scene uh, is Jenna meeting up with question mark question mark question mark question mark we, we actually don't find out i think in this episode no and 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 she says they're all going to be at the party you know what you need to do she sounds so australian when she says oh this. absolutely she Did just she? went back to her home and away acting yeah you know what you need yeah. to do you know what you need to do <laughs> i think i noticed i was quite taken with i love tam and sersok without the big glasses oh, so i was gorge. just like those eyes just gorgeous. And this is a great reveal later on in the next season, I believe, when we do find out who she's meeting up with. Like, the whole scene is just done so well. Mm. It's incredible. Um, then masquerade ball time, bitches. Leona Lewis is playing that song. Ali's got her masquerade. Sorry, Leona mask. who is? Can't see because of a mask. <laughs> wow. I can't fit it on over my glasses, so it's there in spirit. <laughs> And when that song came on, we were like, this is an absolute bop. I can't believe we forgot about this. Such a bop. Yes. Now, I want to ask some questions if if either of you noticed this. Mm -hmm. This is some some plot holes, some info that I'm missing. Where is this ball being held? Who is organizing it? Why is it happening? Is this at the school? Is it school funded? Yeah. It was so last minute. Did A plan a party for this? What is happening? Truly. They got the invite like yesterday. How many balls does Rosewood have per annum? It feels like a I've lot. I've been to a blue light disco in like, like I've been to like primary school discos and then my year 12 formal. Yes. That's it. End of, and then like, I didn't go to uni balls, but obviously there are uni balls, but like these, they the go to one a week. On this town, truly. Once again, we ask, Crazy. is Rosewood high, private or public? We cannot figure it out. Oh, that's a great question. I feel yeah. like it's, I and mean, I, Spencer goes there. It's not going to be public, surely. No, but- I did get a good DM from someone that lives in Philly, I think, explaining it uh, that I don't remember, but they explained it very well. Just of like, if you live in like a affluent area, your school 
will just be better funded, I guess, which makes sense. It's I like, like a that's... New England. It's going to be beautiful regardless. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But sorry to butcher that to our lovely listener that wrote in. Um, <laughs> I also just wrote down that, like, these girls all got their flop dresses together in record time. Oh, God. Like, they were God. all very good dresses, but I hated. They weren't all, all of them good. Let's Arias. be honest. Arias was disgusting. See, Why Arias was the only that? one shape-wise that I appreciated. Okay. But it well, was very Aria because it was like it. blue and red check. Oh, sorry, blue and red. Black and red check. There's a fun fact that I told Ash when we were watching this. So as a PLL theory blogger at the time, that seeing that dress on Aria sent us spiraling because I think we must have seen promo for this in advance and we were hearing about the black swan. I'm going to show you guys a photo. This is a cover <gasps> oh. of the novel of the black swan. That is we'll have that on our Instagram the too. same as Arya's dress. And I lost my mind. I was like, Arya is the black swan. I mean, obviously this is pre-seeing the episode when mm. you see it can't be, but I was like, that mm. is a clue. I'm a Swifty, so my brain is trained to look for Easter eggs <laughs> in things when they don't, when they're not there. <laughs> and I was like, that can't be a coincidence. That can't be. No. Yeah. Maybe PLL primed you. Like, because oh I know they're similar, similar eras, so but I feel right. like the Easter egg of it all for Taylor Swift is more of a yeah. new age thing. Yeah, maybe. But this is but like also maybe maybe part of it is you know the A reveal that we find out in this episode was the final A reveal in the book series. Maybe they put that in there so that if they did decide they wanted to make Arya oh. A in the end, they could they have could that as something that. to go back to. Mm-hmm. It also makes a lot of sense more just the speculation of it all. One also because like A was wearing black stuff and then at the end of this we kind of transitioned to red mm-hmm. a um True. there's like the big red flash at the end Ooh. and red coat and all that so it's like she's wearing a red and black dress and also that we've said she's why is she the one that shushes and her name starts with a there's Obviously. just so much about it and yeah. you know maybe maybe for local australian listeners you know maybe a is an essendon supporter <laughs> we don't know <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised we don't know. Thank you. My dad. She loves the bombers. My next thing is about Caleb pulling up yes. behind Being Hannah, hot. giving a little kiss on, yes. kiss on the neck. And I was just like, yeah. oh. Slaylib <sighs> is a sneaky cutie. Mm-hmm. And them dancing together. Hot. Oh, fun fact for those at home. I'm not sure if you guys have talked about this, but something I always oh love to look for in movies and shows when they're like at a dance or just dancing at a party. In production, there's no music playing because they need to record the audio. So anytime mm. you see background actors dancing, grooving, it's just silent. And that's my favorite <laughs> thing to think about watching a scene. I'm just like, you had to be there like yes, for like 20 minutes just dancing to silence. And that is commitment. So good job. And like <laughs> miming as well. Yeah. I learned pretending from the you're rehearsal. like shouting. Yeah. And like, did, it, did you guys watch the rehearsal? Yes. No. Yes. Just Nathan Fielder's It's So Good, I do recommend. And just like... There's a bit where, yeah, he hires a bunch of extras, but he's like, legally, they're not allowed to talk. So he's just like in a room filled with silent people. It's so We're funny. Like pretending to talk to each other. It's very oh. good. Um, we find out that Mona organized this lovely little Caleb hope like not a prank because it's like it's a happy surprise. Surprise. Is, like Is that the word prank? you were looking for? <laughs> surprise. You got pranked. I'm going to stand by a happy, happy prank. prank. <laughs> Dear surprise! Oh my god, I can't believe it. I was like hoax, prank, tomfoolery, shenanigunery, but in a um, good way. Prank, uh, yes, yeah, surprise. Yeah, Mona is a great friend. Dot dot dot. Asterix. So then, while Spencer is talking to Mona, she apologizes to her about all of like 
the time with Allie and Allie being a piece of shit and them all kind of following in, in their bullying of her. And uh, Mona reveals that she saw Allie in Brookhaven a week before she went missing and she was dressed as Vivian Darkbloom and Mona in that flashback. Uh, Noir asked, flashback. We we love oh I, yeah very, very oh, where's the sepia haze <laughs> yeah. where's the sepia haze that we we know and love in Flashback Town, um, Mona asks Ali why she would like leave her alone let her watch someone in peace because Ali's like spying on someone, and is like you could do something for me and is like make me popular as a trade and Ali's like here's a phone number and then Mona says but Ali never called me and then she disappeared a week later. What was was it Ali's? phone number i think it was supposed to be like her hairstylist that's what i got from it right like like call this number like they'll help you out they'll fix you they'll make you look better which Mm. i don't know if i would take from someone in like a two dollar store wig no no shade but like no the only wig that is worse is the lady g wig (laughs) oh my god halloween (laughs) lady g i would be so embarrassed if i looked like that and jenna looked as good as she did honestly absolutely Jenna looked so hot. So hot. Oh, and Allie was wearing like that wig and a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. The hell? Go home. Who's that lady? Get guy? out. Get Allie a life. Get a Allie is an asshole in this scene as usual. Yeah. Always. Precocious little girl. I love her for it. I'm so sorry. I love, love- bitchy oh, no, no, Allie. No, no. Good. Oh, we stand. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. We stand, but we hate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then in this conversation, Spencer also tells Mona about the Lost Woods Resort. And she um, also in this conversation says to Mona, I've got you figured out. And I love this in a movie or show when someone oh, says to the main character the that, that we know is hiding something, I know your little secret. And that character starts to sweat. And then she's like, your secret that you're really a sweetheart and you don't want anyone to see that. <laughs> Very silly. Couldn't be more goofy. wrong, Spencer, you dumb. Big goof energy. So I smart. think she Melissa's IQ is a bit higher than you think, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb, dumb. Um, my next note is... Scary pedo cunt is here, which is, of course, Ezra. <laughs> jump scare. I wrote pedo. That is a jump scare. <laughs> and he said, no matter how hard I try, I can't stay away from you. Try oh, harder. Go to jail. Yeah. You, go to you jail, were given absolutely. a job in New Orleans. New yeah. Orleans, sorry. Go. And also, I've written, if this is me assuming this is at the school, what is this little gate area that they've built at the school for this little rendezvous between Ari and Where Ezra. are we? Who funded this? <laughs> he should not be allowed there. This is like one of the nicest balls. How did he even know about is it? Is it on school property? Terrifying. Spencer works out that Ali was spying on A in room two and she and Mona go back to the Lost Woods Resort to look. F- Great idea. Take Mona. Two instead of room one. And then I've written, oh God, here we go. <laughs> I love when, because she's like alone and she's on the phone to Emily. Yes. Question mark? Yeah. And like, she's like, Emily's like, oh, I don't like just wait don't for go us. Don't you going alone? And then I love just yeah, Spencer being like, Nah, it's all good. I got Mona with me. And the slow and pan yeah. across to Mona in the oh. driver's seat. Yeah. When we and rewatched face- this, I had actual chills. I was like, I know where this is going, and I'm feeling the stress. Oh. So I loved good. it. I was like, because because you could still watch it through a lens of like Mona didn't look s- no when they panned to her. Mm-hmm. She still looked chill. Um. Next, I've written, people can absolutely tell who Arya and Ezra are with their masks off. And then I've written, and then immediately in all caps, they take them off. Is this at the school? Are they kissing at school? What the fuck? Not okay. Yeah. Where are we? I also feel like normally when there's a dance in a show, or at least in Pretty Liars, we get more of a lead up. There's like a few episodes where they're like doing decorations. Whereas this was like a last minute idea just for this episode. 
Hi friends, it's Ashley here. I'm just cutting in to let you know that I've gone back into the episode and have looked at and studied the invitation to the masquerade ball. All that we can see, because it's covered by the note in handwriting by A that says be there when the clock strikes midnight, A, of the uh, actual invitation, all that we can see is it says you are cordially invited to the Rosewood Junior words cut off you can only see s and o so my guess is that it says rosewood junior social masquerade then it says the time and place and stuff it's kind of blurred out so it's a, a rosewood junior social what anyway that's there's still no reason why they're having this ball but that's uh, what it is apparently okay back to the episode now my next note says oh my god fuck off page yes um, as much as we dislike Paige. Ezra and everything he's done, I hate Paige so much more. And it's just for being yeah. annoying. Yes. And she looks hot in a tux. She does. I'll give her that. We celebrate Paige in a tux. I still um, hate her. Don't celebrate else. her trying to drown. Emily, swim fan. <laughs> no. Swim, swim fan, fan style. Now we are at the Lost Woods Resort and <gasps> everyone... There is, there's so much Rosewood Observer representation and you know I'm a fan, a subscriber and a reader of the Rosewood Observer. <laughs> Haley's favourite magazine. Magazine, who are you, Mike? Tucked into bed at 8pm. <laughs> the photo of Ali that we've seen a million times. <laughs> there's so many. Um, now mm. we, we, we open the door and we see Spencer and Mona uncovering in room one A's lair. Is this our Ooh. first shot? Is this is our first time seeing A's lair. I yes. think so. Yeah, horrifying, right? Like seeing the yes. photos taken of them, you know, not the girls not knowing about it. This I would have is like my, my worst nightmare. I would have yeah. pooed my pants. Yeah. Same. Did- I would have threw up, but it would have come out of my bum. <laughs> <laughs> There's even like shots of Ezra and Arya open mouth kissing. Oh God, that's the scariest part of all. That, that is, of course, the only way they kiss. No. Oh absolutely. God. Like, the scariest then- things to me are the pictures of Ali with her eyes like burned out. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot. Woof. Mona then finds drawings of she's like this could be this could be A's masquerade costume. The black swan. The black swan. Can I tell you my funny note that I accidentally Please. wrote down? They find sketches of a costume of the Bella Swan. <laughs> and then it, and then in brackets meant to write black swan but lol. That's funny because also earlier we were saying like Toby's truck looks like Bella Swan's truck. That's right. That's right when we were watching it. That's so yes. And he does have Edwin color Edward, yeah, sorry, I see that. Cullen vibes, especially with like the because Rob Pattinson's a great actor. The cold but, like, smoldering energy. Rob Pattinson was like kooky, <laughs> like the acting was very kooky <laughs> in Twilight, and I feel like Keegan Allen is a bit kooky and yeah, there's a nervousness. More like, more like kooky Allen. <laughs> kooky, toe, toe kooky, toe kooky, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> toe kooky. Um, and I think Spencer does say something about like Melissa once wore a black swan. Dress. Yes, for like a ballet recital or some event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that this is the moment where Mona offers Spencer oh gum God. and then Spencer's like, no thanks. And well, first that- Mona gives up this weird response. She's like, you don't think Melissa would try and hurt you, do you? And Spencer mm, yeah, kind of yeah. triggers to that and she's like, why would you say that? Why would you say mm. that? And earlier in the episode, much earlier, there's a moment where we see Mona talking to someone and she just puts a piece of gum in her mouth. Yes. You don't see her do the rap or anything, but it's interesting. We come back to this point. She offers her gum. She says the thing about Melissa and the black swan. And Spencer's like, that's a sus thing to say. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer in that moment is looking through one of Ali's diaries and she notices a page that's like been like bookmarked. And the thing that is bookmarking the page, Ali, what is it? It's a gum wrapper. 
And so then... I love that. Hayley, what does Spencer say? What does she ask Mona? And then she's like, can I please have a piece of gum actually? And then (laughs) Mona's like, oh no, I'm out. I'm going to go to my car to get some. (laughs) And then we have our first Spencer finding cashmere sweaters. (gasps) Cashmere sweaters. (gasps) And we know who loves a cashmere set of sweat. Sorry, it's Ms. Mona. Set a sweat? Set a sweat. She's set a sweat. She loves a I'm set a sweating. In this scene, I'm set a sweating. I'm game set a sweater match. (laughs) Set a sweat. Game on because the camera turns and we see behind Spencer. Wait, you've forgotten the line. (gasps) She says, you never called them, did you? Because. Oh, that's right. Spencer says that. Because you're a... And then in the deepest voice Janelle Parrish could ever muster, she says, congratulations, Spencer. You figured it out. And she's standing there with like the black hoodie on very much. My favorite part of this is that she's like, BRB, let me just go to my car and change. I'm going to scurry off and change into my little costume and then come back and be a different person. (laughs) Like she couldn't possibly have her A reveal not in the A uniform. No. She'd her be so leaving. annoyed if it she'd be like, just hold on a yeah, second. Hold yeah, that yeah, thought. BRB. Sorry, I'm not ready. <laughs> hold I don't phone. have toffee tango on my lips and a black hoodie on. Just shush. It's as if she's leaving. Because I thought for a moment, I was like, she could be like leaving to run away. Yeah, I would have. You know? Or to like get a, a weapon. But instead what she does is she says, like we said, congratulations, mm. Spencer. You figured it out. And then slap Spencer across the head. So dramatically. She could have done that without having to leave the room. Yeah, so if you know she's figured it out, why not slap her before she has the time? But to, we like, know that A about loves it? dramatics. A would have wanted mm. to have that moment. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. And then we know that to quote the twelve-year-olds, Mona takes Spencer for a drive. <laughs> Alexa, we'll play drive. "Keep Driving" by Harry Styles. To is it Lookout Point? Yeah. It was and what a drive lookout. it is when she's Aria driving. Knows. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spencer manages a to get her FaceTime open and FaceTime call the girls to be like, Mona, I can't believe you're A and you're taking me to Lookout Point and like get Which, the information across. The FaceTime feels ahead of its time, but Very I know it much. wouldn't be, but it, I was like, oh, we've had that this whole time. Okay. But I also yeah. feel and like also- A is the smartest person that we know in the show. Not only were they taken down yeah. and outed by a gum wrapper, they also didn't notice Spencer opening her FaceTime and calling her friends. Yeah, and, and also... Nussi, A is... Mona is omnipresent. Yes. So you'd think she'd know to, like, yeah, steal the phone or something. My issue with the FaceTime is... If you're doing a FaceTime with someone, it, it feels like there's no way to get rid of what you're showing... Like, of showing them. At least at this point in time, with, what, the original iPhone? I don't think you would have been able to exit out of the FaceTime... We'll have time to like we have to assume everything. she was on the back camera then so that Mona couldn't see if it was front camera she'd see it yes that's what mm. I'm thinking but I think we see her and it is front camera yeah but then also she didn't press a button to like turn off the sound so that Mona wouldn't be able to hear yeah. they're at a, a loud dance she would be able to hear you would the, hear Jordan the, Sparks and it all gets better <laughs> in time, in time. <laughs> exactly Leona Lewis so sorry yes <laughs> Yes, the only uh, Mona fact is also... check I've done for two seasons. <laughs> Mona is doing driving very erratically, like it's kind of as if it's a joke, honestly. Yeah. how insanely she's driving, and then 
while while the girls are working out where they are and to go save Spencer, Emily sees that in Hannah's phone, she has a setting that's set to record every time the phone is turned on. And we remember that, of course, Mona gave her that phone. That, like, that is genius to me. That part was yeah. so smart and also so scary. It's yes. a bit fucked, but a bit yeah. smart. We should also mention that in on the long drive, uh, Mona offers Spencer the chance to join the A-team. This is kind of our first introduction to the A-team, isn't it? Mm. Yes, exactly. She says, join us. Or die. Dot, dot, dot. There is like a universe where Spencer joins the A-team. Yeah. And I would watch that like parallel universe spin-off. They would benefit from her smarts. Oh my God, absolutely. absolutely. I would love actually. would have been dead (gasps) by season three. Imagine if they did an episode, kind of like an alternate reality episode, which like, you know, the OC and (gasps) stuff did, where each of the girls are A, and we get to see what that would, what like, what pieces would have made sense for them to be A, and like the reveal. Oh my God, Marlene King, please. I love that. Oh. Um, let's write it, girls. Yes. <laughs> At I, Marlene King. Please listen to the pod. Thank you. Listen to that. Give us a job. At some point, Mona says, I'm so over Ali. And I'm like, doesn't seem like it, babe. <laughs> seems yeah, like yeah. you're actually seems like, obsessed. <laughs> yeah, seems like you're under you're like her. Her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she also says the phrase, it's not about betrayal, Spencer. It's about revenge, which is a sleigh. Mm. And we find out that Melissa doesn't have Peter's gun. Mona does. Oh, that was a bit spooky Uh-oh. for me as well. That, that yeah. little moment. Bit then spookerino. The, then the Hannah girls, nearly runs. The girls The girls are hot on the tail. The girl, Also, why is Hannah driving when she's team. like the most traumatized? Like before this, we haven't mentioned that when Hannah kind of realizes Mona is A, she's really yeah, just deeply distraught, affected. which is awful. And yeah, then she's the one driving. Okay. Interesting. Um, then she nearly runs over Mona, which is fair. Yes. Which, is a, it, which is a nice like homage to that episode where Mona we now her. know Mona hit her. Yeah, exactly. Then I um, and Spencer Mona lets pulls... out a feral scream. <laughs> yeah, that was really random. Before before that happens, Spencer pulls the handbrake of Mona's oh, car. Smart, smart. So she can stop the car and gets out and tries to run away. And that's the part where Mona like runs out of the way and is in the firing line for Hannah's car. Hannah almost kills her and doesn't at the last minute. Um, and then she goes, <clears throat> she makes a feral scream. <laughs> Should I try and reenact yes, it? Yes, please. I'm going to stand away from my microphone. I hope this doesn't wake up my dog, but probably will. <laughs> it did it scare was, him. I'm so sorry, if Marshall. If you can oh. edit in the actual Mona sound after yours, I would appreciate that. Please. Okay, here's Mona's real scream. <laughs> Let us know on the Instagram how my Which scream compared. <laughs> also, this moment when they're at the lookout point, as we're calling it, it mm. reminded me a lot of the set from La La Land, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same fake backdrop. Which is yeah. just Griffith Park. When they're it's doing the hiking trails, yeah. Griffith Park. Exactly. Slay. That's an eagle um, eye. I wrote, um, and then Mona and Spencer kind of get into a tussle, and then I wrote, Mona falls down a cliffa. <laughs> I, put a, I put an A at the end of cliff. A cliffa. Cliffa. Mona falls down a cliff. Huh? A cliffa. <gasps> Uh, and then Hannah says she was my friend and Ali and I both, while watching, simultaneously went, he was, was their friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, For our Potter heads out there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do- ne- and then Dr. Sullivanussi is back. She's back, <laughs> Thank baby. God. Thank and fuck. She- and she reveals that Mona threatened her son. Jesus. 
Mona, pull it together. And now finally we get the monologue, the Toffee Tango monologue, uh, where she does say, they keep their doors unlocked and their windows open. And, and I wrote, close your damn blinds. Also, Dr. Salavanusi, our girl, um, talks our about how she's diagnosed uh, Mona with like some really hectic personality disorder issues. And she says she was living in a perpetual state of hyper-reality that gave her the uh, ability to be omnipresent and all-knowing. How does a personality disorder give someone... The <laughs> my anxiety doesn't do give me that. No. My OCD doesn't make me that at all. No. It just makes I me think annoying. it should. I think you're not utilising them in the right way. No. <laughs> that's clearly what they're meant for. Maybe I, I am omnipresent. <laughs> I know multiple people with bipolar, with BPD. They do not have the ability to do that. Maybe what they should have written was she had the perception that she could be everywhere all at once. Yes. <laughs> and then utilised her crazy powers in some way. Yeah. But I don't think a chemical imbalance uh, suddenly gives you magical powers. <laughs> I think the recording in Hannah's phone did that. That's true. I also have Toe Burke lean on car and then Spoberky kiss intensely. <laughs> yes. I have and then Toby everyone. Drives oh, this is when they're at the truck. ambulance. Yeah. Yes, of course. Everyone else like watches them kiss and like laughs warmly. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's it like, was oh. a real moment where like we as the audience were meant to be like okay like are we rooting have we been rooting for them this whole episode like i that wasn't the main part of this whole there's thing. a lot going on yeah um i would like to say also the way it's a i found the scene very very strange to watch it was like very dramatic in a ways that didn't really make sense tonally like yeah. he was like pretending to love you was the hardest thing i've ever done and then i wrote toberki why were you pretending and then there's like a fake hit grab hand kiss where she like goes to hit him and he grabs and she's like and then they passionately kiss and it's like what very dramatic we want you to be together but why is she gonna hit him what also this is our first radley moment where mona goes to radley very exciting the beginning of our girl radley stan radley up and go sanitarium (laughs) exactly and just before the Radley stuff, um, we do get, because that's the final moment. Yes. We also get, and just like that, my life is broken. Oh, I can barely breathe. I had full chills hearing that. The girls are walking home. They're, they're feeling fancy free or traumatized. I can't remember. They're doing something. Um, there's a lot of sirens in the distance that they're not caring about. Then Pam comes out in a Juicy Couture tracksuit, which you know things Ugh. are not well Something's in Rosewood. Up. No, Pam is always well presented. Dale refers to Allie and Maya's house as the murder house, which is true. Mm. Correct. And then we realise that a body has been found and it is potentially Maya's. As the 12-year-olds have written, a body is found and it is Maya's. And then Shay Mitchell acts her ass off. She does. She does. The song from the pilot plays. Yeah. Yes. And that parallel and it's like a reenactment. is so good. Oh, it's wonderful. I love a callback. And incredible. It is an excellent ending to this app, you know? Yeah. And then we have an A scene where Mona is at, at Radley. She has a visitor and I've written Red Scrote. <laughs> Red Coat is here and, uh, and Mona says, I did everything you told me to and that. Those are all my notes. Have oh, I yeah, Ash, anything? I just realised I gaslit you. I'm so sorry. <gasps> As in, yeah, no, you were, you were... The scene does not end on Mona's monologue, of course. It doesn't. My bad. Got my notes mixed up. Nothing. You're doing great. I'm all just <laughs> okay. want to own up. 
the I feel like, like there you. was a big discussion responsibility. around this time as the show aired of the like kill your gays trope that we saw a lot of in the media, um, I, which I don't know if you guys are know if you know about that but they're just like i've never killed a gay actually, well you shouldn't so. lots of like <laughs> right. great beloved lesbian couples one one of them would always be killed off um mm. which pll sadly succumbed to with our yep. dear maya um which was devastating and what other shows did it really that? was well i haven't seen a lot of them but i think a lot were like the hundred i don't want to spoil every show you know where people die. i can understand i can understand the trope and it's like similar to fridging of like what's the fridging? idea of fridging is when um a man's origin story revolves like his wife or girlfriend getting killed oh yes 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 absolutely yeah. and why like is it called fridge the throwback because well, it's her based on like bed. Yeah, or like Black Widow kind of got fridged, I think. Um, it's based on the idea that from a comic, I think. Sorry, I'm getting this wrong. But it's like, yeah, based on, a, I think, a comic where I think literally he finds his, like, girlfriend in a fridge. Oh, oh Jesus. Or something. It's real fun. Yeah, um, so Kill Your Gaze, which is, like, I guess a play on Killing Your Darlings, which is a writing yes. thing. But, yeah, they... Yes, that makes sense that PLL would. And it's a shame because Emily doesn't have kill the Paige. best choice. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Paige was going to kill anyone, kill Paige. I say kill Ezra. True. Oh. He's yeah. first in line. Kill you can kill, honestly, kill anyone, but do not kill our king fish lips, Byronosaurus. I knew you sex. were going to say that, and I wasn't looking forward to it. He is the most important. He's the protagonist. <laughs> we love. How so dare you speak fridging. on him above my king, Caleb Rivers? I know, Caleb is also <laughs> is equal best. <laughs> He's never equal. done anything wrong. He never slept with his student. <laughs> no, but he did have a beautiful, sexy tent. time in a tent. Oh, oh. the tent. The barge. That butt silhouette. The barge. Ooh. Do you guys have any other notes for, for that ending? Um, I can't remember what we kind of said about it. Um, we said that we end on a big red screen, yeah. Oh, I have a question, not a question, but so we we got from this episode that Mona was angry that the girls and Allison stole Hannah from her. So to me, now that we know who A was, wouldn't it have been easier rather than A tormenting all these people and like for revenge, whatever, why don't you just take the information that you have to split the girls up and then you can just have Hannah back as your bestie and life will be great and you can chill. Yeah, why don't yeah. you leave Hannah alone and destroy the lives of the other girls? Yeah, and also, like, she's recording them 24-7. You know, all their dirt. You can just split them up as friends. And I guess now we could reflect on, now that we know who A is, the times that A was A. Like, you know, what are some of the moments you guys can think of with an A scene where you're like, oh, my God, that was Mona? Obviously, the running over of Hannah. Yes. Um, yeah. Which I'm like, how could you do that to your bestie? I yeah. know. And like blackmail her mum, her hot, beautiful, yes. amazing mum. Perfect. How mom. did she give such a good massage to <laughs> Emily? I feel like Mona physically is probably weaker than Emily. Emily's, Emily's an athlete and Absolutely. she's much taller than Mona. Mm. So, but I will say I've had a lot of massages and uh, a lot of the best, strongest ones have been from tiny women. That's true. Is so. the, um, when the, the clock tower, is that Mona or is that a different... I would. That's. I was just about to talk about the clock tower. When it dongs. <laughs> when the when who, for when the ding the dong, bell dongs. Ding dong. Ding, ding dong, dong bell. bell sounds like that. Sounds like that. 
I I think maybe find out that that wasn't. I could be wrong. Yes, I think you're right because I I think even in a previous episode, either it's in a previous episode, someone says this, or Haley said this to me recently, and that's what I'm thinking. But I think it is questioned about how Mona could have the strength. have had the strength mm. to do that. I think actually maybe it's in the next episode, which Ali and I then had play afterwards and we kind of just let it play. I think the girls actually question that and they're like, how did that happen? Ali is showing us something on the screen so we don't say, <laughs> say it out loud. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't know when we find that out. That's why I'm not saying it. Yes. But, but Mona took the body. That's what yes. Google says. Okay, cool. All okay, right. interesting. And that's this episode, everyone. Oh, so my God, what good. a treat. So, 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 now, so good. Hayley, we have a bunch of triv, don't There's we? There's a lot of triv, um, so I'll kind of condense it a little bit. Um, obviously, this episode contains many deliberate references to the Alfred Hitchcock thriller Psycho, which is a favourite of I'm Arlene King. Slay. There you go. Um, some of the nods were The Desolate Motel, The Creepy Shower Scene, Mona's monologue at the end of the episode. Also... They didn't write down the Norman Bates guy, but him. <laughs> and even when, like, um, he's like, I sometimes talk to the animals or, like, the mm. stuffed animals. It's like he talked to his mum or the skeleton of his mum yeah. in Psycho. Loved that. I wish they would do more homages to movies. Oh, oh you should watch Original Sin then. Oh, okay, You're going to froth. You're going to froth. Here's some Black Swan stuff <gasps> to talk about. Okay. The Black Swan comes from the ballet Swan Lake. Yes, we know. The same ballerina usually performs both parts. All this could hint to the existence of Courtney De Laurentiis in the series. And they just, the Black Swan was popularized by Natalie Portman. I'm like, okay. Who is is Courtney? That's Alice's twin in the books. Hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you. I was like, what is happening here? I'm looking at my old Tumblr blog for the Black Swan. (gasps) Important. Yeah, because I... Can you send us a link to it too? Of course. Please. <gasps> oh, this is so um, interesting. Tell us, because it's... Please. Well, okay, so I've found this page. It's, I, I don't even know if I wrote this. I think someone else did. All right, so everyone is asking me who I think the mysterious veiled woman <laughs> is, but this is a later thing. This is something is that... Is that Halloween later. train? No, it's at someone's funeral, but they're not dead yet, so I can't say. Oh. But oh. I'm saying this person reminds me of the black swan, blah, 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 blah. I have got so many receipts, all these photos attached. You guys are going to love this. I'll send it to you. Ooh. Dot, 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 everyone. Oh, my God. Uh, what other trivia do you have, Haley? Homages are made to Brian Holdman and Francesca Rollins, who are writers for Pretty Little Liars. Uh, their names are in the guest book, the registration book. Very cool. Cute. Um. Much like the pilot episode covers the first PLL novel, this episode covers the fourth book. Interesting. Uh, hmm. Do you know if many of your read, read, uh, listeners have read the books? No. That's a good question. I might pop that up. Mm. Have you read the books, Ali? I haven't, but I kind of want to. I have them somewhere. We should have a book club. We should have, we could walk yes. Together. Oh, I love that. That's very fun. Um, okay, so here's some continuity stuff. Spencer finds a bag of cashmere blend sweater sets inside A's lair, which were referenced um, in the episode Let the Water Hold Me Down when Mona goes on that shopping spree when Noel dumps her or something. We do remember. Great. 9-11 never forget cashmere set of sweats. 
free at, free at last. Um, the last few seconds of the episode parallel the scene in the pilot where Ali's body is discovered down to the song playing, We Love. Hannah almost hits A with her car. She stops short as Mona stands momentarily frozen in the headlights. Um, whereas through many dangers, toils and snares, Hannah actually hit A. Kind of like I actually hit Hannah. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be. I found it, a yeah. um, another fun, it says, not a fun fact, but it says that Hannah's almost. It says Hannah almost hits a with her car again. Hannah hmm. almost hits. Yeah, that already happened. I don't remember. Yeah, this. that's how they got. Because I know phone. a hits Hannah. Isn't that how they got a's phone? Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. So a yeah. has already hit her with a car. Wouldn't Mona have had bruises and stuff? Yeah, maybe we could look out for that because maybe like maybe Mona did have an injury and we didn't pick up on it. This is showing our asses for, like, my memory. This is, like... Sorry, I'm a goldfish. I only remembered because it was in the previous Leon, so... Many of the elements that we see, that we have seen A playing with before are now contextualized in A's lair, including the many glossy photos of the group, as well as dolls, a clown mask, the clown bank, the burlap Halloween costume, blonde wigs, the voodoo doll, and a Danby mug. Oh, Danby! Danby! Danby. My favorite storyline. Oh, the Danby storyline. A goof. Here's a goof. Okay. Mona is found criminally insane after Dr. Sullivanussi diagnoses (laughs) her with a personality disorder. Generally, people with personality disorders don't qualify as criminally insane under the legal definition since they still know the difference between right and wrong. This could mean that because Sullivan knew of what Mona had been doing to the girls, she categorized her as criminally insane regardless. Okay. Mm, she had the context. And now, yeah. finally, just some toffee notes. Aria and Mona have both nominated nominated the word toffee. Aria in the first scene with the frozen yogurt. And then Mona in her monologue says, I love this lipstick. What's it called? Toffee Tango. Hm. I toffee also notes. have a note Ooh. from the blog, Please. straight from the blog. So yes. as you guys know, I was big on the Aria is A theory. Um, I still think it would have been great. And one of yeah. the things that made me continue to believe that from this episode, does anyone remember what this episode was called? Unmasked, Unmasked with a, yes. all lowercase except for the A yeah. capital. Now, can you remember who were the only two characters in this episode to actually take their masks off? Oh, Ezra. Ezra. And I was like, oh my God, that, that has to mean something. Didn't, I think you but. were too smart. <laughs> I think I was. Because <laughs> that is so good. Because that's kind of, yeah, right? Like, it's yeah. called Unmasked. Yeah. And, like, Mona doesn't even really wear a mask, I don't think, at, in this episode. Or if she does, it's, like, not a big, it's not a point of contention. Whereas you see Ezra take off Arya's mask. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Unveiling, you know, you might say. So. Are there any other notes from... From the blog. Like that, um, yeah. Well, I'm in my prettylittleconspiracies.tumblr.com search Black Swan. Um, okay. And this post is about how it comes into things later. But um, so Marlene King at the time. Uh, oh, yeah. So Marlene, someone tweeted at Marlene King. I need to know who the real A is so bad. She replied, hashtag big A. What did Mona call Aria? Hey, big A, wait up. Again, I was like, that's got to mean something. It's Arya. Marlene King also (laughs) tweeted, I think this was um, maybe in the beginning of season three where, like you were saying, Hayley, we start going into the red coat 
era. Mm, mm. Red Scrooge. Marlene King tweeted, <laughs> it's about time people approaching red is the new black territory in Rosewood. You'll get it soon. That made me think of Arya's dress in this episode. And then in season yes. three, we see her, or maybe season even season two, we see her in a lot of red and black. Arya loves red and black. She so, loves it. Yeah. Little emo girl. Literally. I reckon from the very beginning, they were like, it's never going to be Arya, but it should always be. <laughs> Seem like it's Arya. Yeah. Well, especially because she does the shh mm-hmm. and everything like. You know, no what pun I mean? intended, but a red herring. Oh. Like she is, it is a red wow. herring. God, um, and like even, I mean, they're pink streaks in her hair, but I'm like, wouldn't that have been funny? Because she has black hair. <laughs> I just would have loved if it had turned out to be Arya, and the whole time she was just faking it really good. Like, what if it she found out fantastic. that Ezra has dated Allison and was like, I'm going to do this to get revenge on this man, and then she like outs him oh. for being a pedo. And then that also, is the there modern was, version. Th- that would be incredible. Sure. That's the good for her edition. Yeah. And then, of course, there's also like the thing where they go, who, when Mona's like, which one of you is best at lying? And they all look at Arya. Yes. When they need to make the fake yep. thing about what the is that for? report thing. Uh, they found the, the, the report from Hannah's oh, yeah. shoplifting thing. And she has and to like lie to Ashley Marin. Because oh. Mona's been yeah. sent it by yeah. and has See, it's to like do that could have it. been a great other clue. When we get to the end of the season, find out it's Arya, and you look back and you're like, oh my God, they even said Arya's the best liar. Yeah. But they didn't want us ever to be right. No, it's or happy. Just so annoying. No. <laughs> um, now let's get into these seggies. Yes, seggies. Okay. Um, who is the hottest adult of the episode? I reckon there weren't a lot of adults in this no. episode, for one. So for me, it was Dr. Sullivanussi. Absolutely. And also Pam in the Juicy Couture tracksuit. It was Pam for me, that 2000s hot. moment. Pam looked hot as hell near people. She was hot and she wasn't being land. homophobic. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, great. I think there, there weren't many other adults, so that is that. Um, what was the yikes of the episode? What made us go like, yikes? Which, of course, the big yikes is always Ezra and Arya's relationship. Yeah. For me, it was so them unmasking themselves and kissing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yes. And also the weird the weird Toby and Spencer yeah. kiss thing at the Just end. The I was like, what is that? this? Something was not right. It's like maybe a scene yeah. was cut that needed the context for that scene. Yeah. I think you could be bang on that it was a scene that was cut. Because, mm. yeah, we got them kind of at the... St- I think we needed to, like, check in with them... Once more midway between. through the mm. episode, I think um, even like the end of the episode feels a bit rushed. Yeah, I think there was just like a lot to get through because we'd had the the episode prior when Spencer like breaks up with him and pretends that she doesn't love him, mm, but then mm. Toby saying it today in this episode, I was like, well, where is this really coming from? Like, we don't really understand what that means or why or like, yeah, it just felt a bit off. Yeah, and then yeah, the kiss I think was meant to be like iconic and hot, mm. but it did. It did irk me. It was not iconic or hot for me. I'm sorry. No. But there might be some people that were like, sexy. Mm. Do you do you guys have any other yikes of the episodes? I guess we had Ezra Unmasked and we have Spoberky Kiss Rough. That's all for me. Those are the main ones for me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is in an episode where we see A's lair <laughs> for those to <laughs> for those to be the yikes of the episode. <laughs> Important. And I just realized I don't have any about A's lair. <laughs> I mean, A's it's a dedicated space. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was like, I want to see it. A's an interior designer and that's mm-hmm. wonderful. Okay, so who gets a buttercream? So the context for this award in this segment is about uh, in season one where 
Daddy Hastings gives Spencer a buttercream as a little treat for being a good girl, for plagiarizing an essay. Um, <laughs> so we give a buttercream. We are Daddy Hastings and we are giving some buttercreams to people that have done well in this episode. Who deserves a buttercream from us, Daddy Hastings? I would like to give a couple buttercreams. I'd like to give a, a buttercream to Spencer for mm-hmm. figuring it out mm. and for having to be slapped across the head. <laughs> uh, I would like to give a buttercream to Hannah because she needs a, a sweet treat. I want to cheer her up for figuring out if her friend was a lying little piece of shit. And for also mm. saying to Jenna, can you see or not? <laughs> oh, my God. It's the slabelism. Oh, yeah, that was in. Her. Yes. Oh, no. Was it in this was episode? That this episode was, I think it was this that one. Was in, oh. No, before. No, it was in the episode yeah. before. It was in the episode okay. before. Still topical. Um, woof. And I would like to give a buttercream to Caleb for being cute and doing a nice thing for his girlfriend. That's so nice. Mm. Good boy. Hot. For being Romeo as well. Like not even just being like, oh, Ugh, I've showed up at this dance. I'll do this because you like it. He's like, I'm fully committing. I'm all in. I'm your Romeo tonight. Yeah, he gets my buttercream yes. too. Yeah. Oh, I wish he would. Romeo I'm, I'm not going to finish that sentence. He's going to make me buttercream. <laughs> you did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to give the butter, like some buttercreams to the girls as a collective. They've all been through it. They yeah, can all have they do a buttercream. They do. Yeah. Um, okay. A toffee-flavoured buttercream. <gasps> I do imagine them to be toffee-ish, even though people have sent us what the real buttercreams are. Mm. But to me, they are a little like... Um, To me, they're like, you know, like Pascal Eclair. Yeah. The lollies. Yeah, yeah. I almost picture in Matilda the chocolate box (gasps) that um, the Trunchbull steals from Miss Honey. (laughs) Yum. That chocolate. Yep. Um, We'll watch it. No, never mind. I was going <laughs> no, to talk about I Matilda. Need to know. I need to know what this No, was. I was just going to say that like the cake, even though it's a feral scene, that cake still looks really Always yum to looks me. Always looks so delicious. That oily chocolate cake. Yum, yum, yum. Um, okay, who needs to wait for crazy bread? So this is a reference to in season one where Noel, Sean, Hannah, and Aria <laughs> are all about to go to a Band of Horses concert, I believe. Um, fact check. And... No, they're getting pizza and Noel is wondering where the crazy bread is and he says it a lot and we found it funny. Therefore, we now think, we now ask, who needs to wait for crazy bread? Who's been a bit crazy in this episode? Needs to be, calm down a bit. Who needs to calm down? I think... Um, Arya and fucking Ezra are kissing in the middle of a fucking crowded room with their masks off. Great. They always need to calm down. They really do. I think Melissa with her stealing the frozen yogurt or ice cream, yes. whatever that was, calm your yes. farm. Yes. That was also that's, a yikes, actually. Yeah. That's a real crazy bread moment. Because mm. the crazy the yikes is for like the giant crazy bread moments, which is why like Ezria get them a lot. But then yeah. the like Yes. That was irksome. And she just also rolls into the room and demands it. Like, oh creepy. Melissa, get it together. Yeah, I Wait. wrote Norman Bates guy and Mona, I guess. So true. That's what I wrote. I was like, Mona, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> question mark, question mark. A? But she's also carrying, yeah, she's, yeah. Like, she's carrying the plot. So we, I guess we, thank you. What um, gave I us would a just ho- like to say Marshall just barked in his sleep. He's having a dream. <gasps> he agrees about Mona. Yeah, I think so. Can you he's hear like, him? Great work. I Can you put the mic him. near him? I can't hear him. Oh, yeah. he's like twitching. <laughs> I get scared. I get scared to wake him up when he's dreaming because he has epilepsy. So I don't want to accidentally give him a seizure. Okay. But he's like going... Stay safe, Marshall. Stay yeah, safe. we love you. Okay, these next two segments are kind of a two-parter. They are in reference to some trivia from an episode where there's like a book involved and in one scene it's a hard cover and in another scene it's a soft cover. 
So, it's so of course, book. hard cover means a Erection. hard penis. Soft cover means a flaccid, old, floppy one. Like so what gave us a hard cover? <sighs> Caleb uh, showing Caleb. up at the dance. 110,000%. Oh. So hot. We yeah. love. Caleb can do no wrong in our eyes. And like, no. I, I just need to mention this specifically. His smile, like Caleb's smile <gasps> in particular. Can't you guys just picture it? It is so, I like, I'm swooning just thinking about it. If you met Tyler Blackburn in real life, I think obviously he's just so physically attractive. Mm-hmm. But Oof. I think he would just make you melt. He's like he would have such an essence. Yes. Yeah. And You'd I be think destroyed. he and Hannah together, I think maybe because oh. in real life they're both bisexual and they have this just like mm, gorgeous mm. energy together. You can tell they're having so much fun playing these characters and like, oh, they're just a dream. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, what was that? Hardcover? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because we're not in the. We're talking very positively. <laughs> what gave us a soft cover for me? It was "Don't Lie on the Bed at Sacred Ground." Mm. Yeah, yep. There was that for me. There was also, of course, the fucking kissing at the event. The masks off. Also, the creepy Norman Bates guy. Yeah, who's yeah. picking his pen? He gave me a no, soft cover. Yeah, and the, the looking through the hole. <gasps> oh. Yeah. That could make anyone flaccid. But I don't think we even like touched on that, like <laughs> spent like him and Spencer having tea and how like horrifying that was. Yeah, and Spencer making a joke about like, oh, you're fine as long as they don't talk back. And he's like, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, take a joke. Um, Get a sense yeah, of humor. Like, oh my god, it's a joke. Gives I don't me know. A soft cover, and I mean the ick. Him not being able to take a joke like that is disgusting. Yeah, feral. Take a take a joke. Get a sense of humor, Norman yeah. Bates. Take a joke, get a life. Get a life, <laughs> get a job. Get wrecked. Get a job, stay away from her. <laughs> Go to jail, Ezra. Last segment. This is self-explanatory. Who gets a wine from Byron? We know Byron Fishlips Montgomery loves. He loves a vino. He loves a drop. He loves a whiskey. You know and he loves I mean? to he loves let loose yeah. after a day of chaotic banging his students. S- scheming to get Ezra out of the state. And you know what? His students are at least of age. So, you know. What if what if Let's what if she wasn't? That. What if she just skipped a grade? That's not possible because I don't think she was a freshman. Don't test me. Don't We are team Byron all the way, slay. He could kill everyone, would be like, yeah, but he's yeah. fun. <laughs> I if he was A, it would be the best. What if he was played by his brother instead? He wouldn't be as iconic because he's too part hot. of the charm is that it's Chad. It'd be a bit, yeah. yeah, a bit hot. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to be cute and not. Whereas hot. yeah, Chad Lowe's so cute. Is he? Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, he's cute. <laughs> little dude. He's cute. Cute little dude. Big old fish lips. And if you're listening, Chad Lowe, which you're not, we love you. We love you. Desperately we want you on the pod. Yeah. So anything bad. we're saying is only complimenting you. <laughs> you're incredible. Also, the episodes that he directs are also always so incredible. Good. Always some of the best ones. Incredible. Um, who gets a wine from Byron? Who gets a wine from Byron? I, I mean, I think Hannah needs wine. Mm. Absolutely. Spence, Spencer needs wine. Spencer for all her hard work. Emily needs a wine at the end for the whole for Maya. Yeah, Pam yes. should have a wine because she's in her she's in her track. She's got woken she's up. Comfy. It's funny that you say Emily needs a wine because of what happened to Maya. If you think about season three and what we know happens over the next few months, Emily definitely mm. has a wine. So Emily, Emily yes. has wine. Several wines. Many. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would also say Dr. Salvanusi. Mm. I was going to say Dr. Salvanusi. <sighs> Get a wine, you know. And Hannah clearly being affected by the fact that this was her best friend who knows her so well, tormenting yep. her and her best. Friend, her new best friends for like a year. I mean, what's the timeline at this point? Maybe not. 
but horrible. She needs a wine. And those are the segments. That's perfect. We did it. Woo. Oh, my God. That's season two. This, we have officially recorded the episode of this podcast where the first A is revealed. That's Wow, that's actually incredible. Yeah, and yet there are so many more to come. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, we've got five more seasons. There are so many, and potentially two other spin-offs or more because they're gonna. Also, season two of um, Original Sin was announced called Summer School. Yeah, looks very excited. Very, very excited. Maybe that'll entice me to catch up with the new one so that I can be live listening with you guys when the new one comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can come on an app. I would love to. That is a good idea as well because the cliffhanger is really good. So it is kind of like... Okay, well, fellow listeners, if you haven't watched it yet, watch it with me so that we can, you know, watch the new show and listen to the podcast with the girls. And hopefully they churn it out quickly because it was very successful. So hopefully they just churn it, churn it damn out. Churn that butter Mm, cream. Crank it. Crank that Ali, thank you so much for coming on the thank pod. You, you are a scholar. Thank you. We a love PLL you so scholar much. And Tumblr. This is the highlight Academic. of my life. Oh, and ours. What a joy. Truly, we're honor. very lucky to have you here. To, and you know so much about PLL, which <laughs> yeah. is great. Well, I'm, I'm finding There's, it really fun, the gaps in knowledge that we all have and, and our perspectives and, you know, it's great. <laughs> I would argue that Haley and I combined have more gaps of knowledge than you could ever. But I have, I no, have no memory so of many gaps. helpful things. Just my old insane theories. <laughs> Important. Perfect. I'm going to fully, I want to read your blog now. Yeah, I'll send like you through I, a link. Everyone go read it. We'll put it in like the description of the episode yeah. as well. And I'm so grateful for everyone listening. Thank you so much, friends. We're so, so honoured to have, uh, you know, gone this this far with you all. You all and, deserve and a buttercream. You, you all do. deserve a buttercream. You all deserve a wine from Byron. Mm. And you all deserve Hard to cover? be safe. So you Absolutely. should make sure you close. Close your damn, your damn blinds. blinds. And because, lock them. Um, and lock, lock your doors. Them. Yeah. Lock your doors. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Important. Important. Don't ref. feel safe. Current ref. <laughs> current ref. Look at that current ref. Current ref alert. I'm so um, excited to dive into season three. Wow. Me too. Oh, so much is going to happen. We're going to see so many crazy haircuts. Very excited because the next season starts in summer, a Rosewood <gasps> summer. And, the, you know, we're just talking about loving callbacks. The season three pilot is all a bunch of callbacks to the pilot. Mm-hmm. Incredible. So it's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. What an honor. Love you, Ali. Thank you so much for being Love here. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Truly such a privilege to have you on. You're incredible. We'll get you. I think we should just... Once per season, Have you on the pod? Yeah, once a season (laughs) for sure. At the very least, I say. Absolutely. If you haven't already, go and listen to the episodes that we had Ali on from season one. I can't remember what they were both called. One of them is called Japanese Japanese Cartoon Porn Porn Book. No, I think it was Japanudes. (laughs) Japanese (laughs) Cartoon Porn Book and then in brackets, Japanudes. And then I don't remember the (laughs) other one. I forgot that we did two. Yeah, we did. We, that was a long day, a really fun long day. The Japanese cartoon porn book really got us because that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. Um, love you, Haley. Love so, you, Ash. Love you, honored. Ali. Love you to guys. Do this with you. Love you all. And um, ding dong bell sounds like that. Sounds like that. Ding dong bell. Oh. And just like that, my life is yeah. a yeah. I can barely breathe. Slay. Slay the house down, Toe Burke. 
Tory Birch boots. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Call an Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.